Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Don't adjust that dial. You're hearing the right show and you're hearing the right voice. This is Elder Scrolls Off the Record. I am your host, Evarwin. Today's record date is November 15th, Thursday evening. Joe Wilson and Louis Olan could not make it today. Joe Wilson is doing some very, very heavy stuff regarding the network. And he regrets that he had to be absent for our 45th episode of ESOTR. However, Lou is uh, not doing anything with the network. In fact, he's enjoying himself at the moment. <laughs> so, uh, happy birthday goes to Louis Olan, our wonderful lore master. And, happy uh, birthday! He's turning 12. He, We told Lou, get out of here, scram, enjoy your day. And he said, oh, but re- okay, I'm gone. <laughs> so, happy birthday, Lou. Enjoy your week off. You are missed. However, that doesn't mean that you guys can't be replaced. We've got... Oh, my God. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I'm going to get so much crap for that. (laughs) Uh, Not replaced in our hearts. Just just not on the show. And and, uh, we have Dave, as you as you can hear. We have Dave D and Force Adams. Dave, it's great to see you again. Thanks for being here. It, it's great to be here. I, I do, you know, we. I miss my widget. I miss my little pet tank. And I definitely, you know, happy birthday has to go out to the wonderful lore master himself, Lou. Sad you can't be here, but I, I think it's going to be, I think we can make it, bro. I think we can make it. We can make it. We can make it. Just like, just like you guys made it without without Joe and I a couple of weeks ago. We actually that that recording, even though it was like you know an hour and a half recording, mm-hmm. took us about seven hours because I had to cut out a lot of crying. <laughs> a farce, a farce, I say, a farce. <laughs> You're lying through your teeth. Your pigtails are. Uh, Gone. Yeah. All right. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> There's words that begin with ease that I won't say. Um, but because she's a lady to your mother and a wonderful human being as well, we've got Mistress Liz LeBeau. Hello. You're interrupting my orange eating time. Your orange eating time. Put down the orange, lady. You ever had oranges with uh, powdered sugar on top? Oh, do it. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of an say. orange? Like, hey, I'm going to have something healthy with sugar. It's good. I bet it okay, is. Anyway. It sounds amazing. Orange is hot. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Yay. I, it's nice to know that I was your second choice, Darwin. No, you were, you were our fifth, I told you. But everyone else was... 
Oh my god! Dude, he left me a voicemail today! <laughs> and it's the most rambling, funny, just incoherent stuff ever. Yeah. And he was like, so, yeah, 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 you were a fifth choice, and yeah. Can you do this? Okay. Well, you know, the thing is, is that we have a couple of fans that happen to live not too far away from my house, um, who really, really love the show. No, no, don't make an excuse. The honest truth is we have this giant spinning wheel with everyone we've ever met from any of our shows. And we just spin the wheel and randomly call whoever it lands on. Right. just so happened to be the fifth one. Well, the thing is, it kept landing on Liz, so we kept spinning the wheel. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) Man! So your friends came over and uh, you spun the wheel together like Vanna White? No, no. Actually, what what happened was, unfortunately, those fans happened to be part of a of a, of a handicap hospital, and we can't feature them on the show without legally binding contracts. Ah. So we had to not feature them on the show. Well, thank them for doing what they do. Then. Yeah. No, it's they. They're doing their thing. They're they're not the people there for treatment. They're the they're pediatricians. <laughs> Dude. Indeed. Don't we have somebody else here? <laughs> we do, and uh, we are we are not alone. By the way, Liz, it's great it's great to uh, to hear your voice again on a QGN we, show. We, we, we miss you. you, Liz. Yeah, I miss Dave. Oh my goodness, Brillhug! Oh my god, <laughs> and a Varwin. Yeah, thanks, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that other voice that you just heard, that inkling of a voice that that is out there. You've heard the name. You've heard us discuss this person's thoughts. Uh, this person, anytime he he emails us, we get probably just about the most insightful, in-depth, well-thought-out, well-written discussion topics that we would love to say, you're a jerk, leave us alone, but we can't ignore him because he's just so well-thought-out and we have to call attention to him. The one and only Shank the Tank, our, our emailer. Oh my god, this is that guy? <laughs> That's that guy. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Ivarwin, for that pretty awesome intro. Um, really great to be on the show. I'm huge fan. Uh, great to be on the show with uh, Liz and uh, Dave as well. I'm pretty psyched. And uh, hello, Internet Land. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're we're fans. We're fans of you. Anytime we see an email in our inbox, I know it says yeah. "Shank the Tank" on there. We always say, "This has got to be good." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, what can I say, man? I mean, this is like, this is by far and away my favorite podcast. And just to be, wow. you know, to know that there's a community out there that just loves this game and Elder Scrolls as much as I do is just, it's just awesome. Well, we're, we're excited to have you here and we've got a big show planned. Lots of in-game, lots of discussion topics. we got two mods that you guys are just going to absolutely love. A couple of your emails. I mean, it's just... This is going to be a great episode, and uh, just sorry that that you know Lou and Joe couldn't make it, but we're gonna we're gonna knock this out of the park for you guys. So this episode is dedicated to to Joe Wilson and Louis Olan. Happy birthday, happy birthday, Lou! And of course, our episode is sponsored by Tweaked Audio. We'll get into their awesome earbuds later on in the show. And Lou, you're in charge of uh, Lou. I meant Liz. <laughs> oh my God! What? What was that? Remember that time you you said uh, Fred instead of Lou? 
Yeah. Or no, Luke instead of Fred. Yeah, but that was on the Star Wars show. We don't talk about that show here. This is Elton. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liz, you are the ambassador of of not of uh, of Arwen not forgetting the tweaked audio ad. So uh, I will I will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I shall call upon you as my memory bank for the. Hey, Arwen, yeah. do the tweaked audio ad. Huh? This time. Thanks. That's great. Really helpful. As in not. <laughs> So, uh, in-game. In-game is great, and um, we we play Skyrim, obviously. We also play Oblivion here, and for the first time, um, we've had we've had time to actually play Oblivion. And uh, by that, I mean Liz has time to play Oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Liz, I want to hear... I want to hear your first impressions, because you've never really gotten into Oblivion before, have you? No way. Yes, that was my way, first Ted. Game I got when I got my Xbox. Was it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Stuff up. I would love to hear your uh, thoughts, Liz, because I've dumped like I don't even know 500 plus hours into Oblivion. So please go ahead. I I would also like to say I want to hear your views on this, seeing as how I thought Oblivion was horrible. Great. I would love to hear what. I'm to love about this game because honestly, I love uh, Skyrim so much. I would like to get into Oblivion. Oh, it just... sir. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> I, give me a reason to love it. Is what I'm saying. Give well, me a reason. Liz. Without without any further ado, Liz, why don't we uh, why don't we break these two up who are clamoring at your knees and why don't you tell us what you thought about Oblivion? Well, I got it right now, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> That's that guy that's who it, huh? face palms, right? <laughs> yes, Dave. Yeah, that's it. It's Patrick freaking Stewart. No, you you put in the game for the first time. Yeah. I remember because my first day with an Xbox, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get this. Everybody's told me to get this. I pop it in, and I hear Captain Picard, and I melt. <laughs> I was yeah. 87 years ago. <sighs> See? See, that's exactly, that's the first thing he says. And it's, I mean, of course, I'm squeeing all over myself the first time I played this. But yeah, he plays Emperor, uh, Tiber Septim, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh. No, no, no. Uriel Septim. Uriel Septim. I got Septim right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I know, because their money's named after him. <laughs> but, um. Uh, yeah, oh, that that drew me in. Now the graphics aren't as good, obviously, as Skyrim, and really? it, but at the time they were amazing. It, yeah, it, I remember thinking like, oh well, I remember being blown away by this. But the second this new time that I've played it, you know, I'm like, meh, whatever. That's yeah, Skyrim's got this. You know. So 2005. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my goodness. I was used to playing like Zelda. Well, actually. Twilight Princess wasn't too bad, but I was, I'm used to playing. Alright, enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. Don't ever say that again around me. <laughs> Hush. I liked it. <laughs> I, I'm with Liz. It was, it was oh, What's going on around here? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do remember, you know, the first time I played it, you're, you're going through it, and I was like, wow, look at the 3D environment and all this stuff, which is really cool. And I knew uh, what to do. I did not know anything, what I was supposed to do the first time I played this. But um, anyway, I'm I'm going back in my memory now. This time around, though, I'm skipping through all the menus and stuff. I just get excited when Patrick Stewart's on. And I find that the thing that I really, really, really miss from this game is the ability to go chameleon 100%. Now, this is to enchant everything to make yourself absolutely invisible. 
so you can shoot somebody in the middle of a crowded room and nobody will find you and it's awesome. Um, I really miss that. They should bring that back for Elder- no, they can't for Elder Scrolls Online. Anyway, mod. There's got to be a mod. I'm sure there's got to be a mod. I mean, there's a <laughs> in Skyrim you've got to do something like you know sneak at 100 percent or whatnot. But yeah, yeah. I miss that. I miss the fact that you can actually wear a dress, <laughs> but that's just the girly side of me. And I miss <laughs> the fact that, uh, what was it? There's something else. Detect life on everything. Oh, that was great. The purple mist. Yes. The purple mist of awesomeness. Now, when you buy something in this game, it's really funny because you actually have to, you have to barter with the dude. And it depends on how much they like you, how much they're going to sell stuff for. That's pretty cool. And I'm actually picturing a Varwin right now, like, bartering at his computer screen and it's actually hilarious so i'm gonna laugh at that for a second <laughs> bartering <laughs> at my computer screen well being like yeah i'll give you i'll give you five bucks for it <laughs> yeah i could actually see a varwin saying as my character's a paladin would he be able to agree within his own terms whether or not he should sell his soul to buy this potion <laughs> Dave, you're making fun of me. No. <laughs> no, he's not really exaggerating. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so Liz, we all know what happened. Um, it, for those of us who've, who've played Oblivion, okay, we know that you you wake up in a cell, you run through the uh, the the bottom of that tower to get Uriel Septum out of there safely. Okay, um, that's basically your first half hour of the game. If you go slow, uh, it okay. <laughs> I took I literally took like an hour and a half in that first dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you all right, so if you if you run through it, then <laughs> yeah. Now, Shank, did you get bombarded by the first rat that comes at you? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. Everybody gets baffled by that. Yeah, because you're getting hit and you can't see anywhere. It's all dark around you. Well, just like the very first time I played the game. So, um, sorry if I'm like sidetracking a little bit here, but Hopefully. like I, I got the game. It was probably my third game I ever got for my Xbox and I had no idea what was going on. And like, you know, right before that, you get, um, Captain Reynolds, uh, Akaviri Katana or whatever. So I know that I knew that I had picked it up and I was like, how do I equip it? Because this rat is going to destroy me. <laughs> you learn fast. Awesome. You learn fast here in the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> um, so Liz, tell me what happened after that. I want to know about your first hour in game after you completed that, that little mini tutorial slash intro. The first time I played or this time around? Your most entertaining hour. <laughs> My most entertaining hour actually was the other day. I completed a quest for the Dark Brotherhood, which is they've got this kind of this kind of a uh, clue scenario going on, like the movie game, whatever, where all these people are locked in the house and you have oh, to yes. <laughs> drag them off individually and kill them in secret. Mm-hmm. And if you mess up, somebody sees you. They all start running around with their hands in the air, and it's awesome. But you know. I'm pro- I'm a professional, and plus I've got chameleon on everything, so nobody can see me do anything. So yeah, you have to pick these people off, and and if you talk to them beforehand, they'll start talking about each other and gossiping, and it's crazy. So yeah, you're like a murderer going around in this one house. That that's got to be like 
my second favorite Dark Brotherhood quest. That is just so, it's such a like unique quest that I don't feel like is in the rest of the game. You know what I mean? You seriously feel like you're in a slasher flick. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sweet, man, because you're the slasher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your first favorite? My first favorite, and it's, um, it's honestly, it has to be, um, when I had to, it was, I went and talked to uh, Vicente Valtieri again. Um, and he was like, yeah, you know, there's some, uh, guy in the Imperial prisons, but I'm sure you know your way around. And he laughs. And I was like, no way. I just broke out of there like 50 hours ago. And then you have to, you have to break back into the prison. And it's totally different because there's like all these guards that are just guarding everything. And I told myself that the first time I played uh, Oblivion, that when I did Dark Brotherhood, like for the sneaking, I would only assassinate my target. So I would try and sneak around absolutely everybody and only go after my target and then, you know, get out undetected. Man, that that one quest got me pretty amped up. But yeah, so as far as favorite Dark Brotherhood quest, that's got to be it. Yeah, it's pretty hard getting around those guards. Oh my goodness. Um, of course, unless yeah. you have the chameleon and all that stuff. But I mean, <laughs> once you get the chameleon thing, the game is over because there's nothing that can get you. Oh, hmm, chameleon is so sure close. sounds like a cheat. It's not. <laughs> it's, oh, it's not. not. You can enchant like up to 20% chameleon on yourself and you can put that on any kind oh. of um, uh, uh, armor, whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what makes. What's what's the what's the balance here for chameleon? What's what's the balance here? Because it it can't be that you know you you have this thing maxed out and all of a sudden now you're completely invisible all the time. Like what? Yep. All right. So well, what's the that's balance only here? If you get to a hundred percent chameleon, right? Because I'm pretty sure you get like incremental percentages of chameleon. It's like mm-hmm. if you're twenty percent, then they have like they have a four out of five chance of seeing you. Obviously, they pretty much have a ten out of ten chance. <laughs> yeah, I tried it. You know, yeah, people were seeing me all over the place. Yeah, but, so um, like as. Yeah, as listed, like you have to kind of pair it. Really, you have to pair it with your uh, sneak. So you got you kind of have to like level those up in tandem, and then that way, if, once you get up to a le- like a hundred percent chameleon, it's it's done. Like it's just done. All right. Well, let's let's get a little bit more a little bit more broad in general and uh, real quick because I'd like to move on to to some other stuff. Um, Liz, regarding Oblivion versus Skyrim. Okay, assuming of course the graphics are. Exactly the same. Which game do you prefer? Oh. Can you choose right between Right now, Oblivion? God, um, what is wrong with you? But that... <sighs> okay, so why why right now, Oblivion? Is it because it's a new hat, or is it because there's specific like things inside Oblivion that you like better than Skyrim? Um, the things, like I was saying, the chameleon and detect life. I just like to be able to pick off enemies. And you get to do that arena thing, and that's oh, awesome. The arena's badass, yeah. Minotaur or five, yeah, and that's great. Um, just Skyrim, I I love, 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 love Skyrim, but I don't know. Maybe it's the dresses. Well, I yeah, mean, the, the dresses really won me over, to be honest with you. <laughs> Look. <laughs> well, listen. I mean, a lot of people, especially on the on the Bethesda forums. They're they're very vocal about about Skyrim being a fantastic Elder Scrolls game, but certainly not the definitive. And there is this um, there is a uh, which I, blows blows my mind. But there are people on the forums that do say this who really feel this way, and and it seems like the the definitive Elder Scrolls game so far to these people is either Oblivion or Morrowind, with Oblivion kind of shining out a little bit more than Morrowind. Now we're we're talking about 
what I can see seems to be a very small segment of, of Elder Scrolls fans population. Now, um, are these people are, that yeah. started out with Oblivion and Morrowind? No, these people started out with Arena. So they're like, they, they're like old school, like, oh, yeah. like diehard Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they were there when the excitement of the first time they played that game and the graphics were new and, and the whole game style was new. They've been there for the entire series. So they're kind of bringing that into the argument too. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Well, that's and judging but, them all on equal footing. Though. Yeah. Right. Which I um, consider, which I consider to be, um, you know, good, good. Good opinion. That's I think that's a valid opinion. If they're if they're I mean it's it's valid either way, but I mean the fact is is that they're drawing on all of this um you know first time experience from all of the Elder Scrolls game. I mean when I hear someone say that I've been playing these games when each game came out, I was there buying it and it was brand new and I loved it and now on all of that experience, I can say this game is better than than these other games for A B and C. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, those at the time. How old is this game uh, the series? series? The series is nearly old? twenty years old. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's eighteen years old. So yeah, they've grown eighteen years and have eighteen years of different experience in video games to to <laughs> sour them. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm coming <laughs> from doing the Diablo podcast. I mean, I'm used to people. There. Well, could I offer <laughs> up an opinion here? Yeah, of oh, course. No. So, okay, fine, I'm gonna go cry now. No. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I kind of, here's, I guess, this is the way I look at it. In every quantifiable way, Skyrim is a superior game. It has better graphics, the world is slightly bigger, or if it's not, it definitely feels bigger. Uh, the mechanics are smoother, they're more intuitive, the user interface I is like, better, et cetera, et cetera. I like how but, you put that. I like how you put that, Shank, because you said quantifiable. Every measurement that you can do, Skyrim is better. And now you're going to tell me something that's going to blow my mind, so go for it. Well, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a marketing analyst, so I kind of have to think in numbers for my day job. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so like, if you look at it in that aspect, to me personally, Skyrim is, is is superior on virtually, if not every single facet. However, there's something about Oblivion. When I first picked it up, because when I bought the game, my buddy got it, um, and he bought it on his PC, and his PC wasn't good enough to play it. And I was like, this game looks terrible, it's awful, I don't want to play it anymore, go away. And then I bought it on the Xbox... And I turned it on and I, you know, did the whole prison thing and I got out and that first shot that you see, that very, very first shot of uh, Knoll Mountain that you see off in the background mm-hmm. and you just... Yeah, there's this, a lake in front of you, yeah. Oh my God. And you see Vilverin just across the river and it's just this expanse and it, it's just the developers are saying, this is the world. Go do whatever you want. We are giving this world to you. You can go do whatever you want. That initial reaction that I had, there's nothing, nothing that can compare except the only experience is when that first scene in Skyrim, you know, when you break out of the jail or sorry, the castle. But that was, I was kind of expecting that because having played Oblivion, I was kind of expecting, you know, they're going to sh- drop me up in this cool, expansive view. Yeah. But in Oblivion, I was not expecting this. And it was just the shock, joy and like sh- shock of realization more than anything of saying, 
this is the world. We've dropped you into the world. Go do whatever you want, however you want, wherever you want. I definitely think that's the the um, the first time experience of playing an Elder Scrolls game on a on a, on the massive scale that it's been presented since Oblivion, and well, really since from what I can tell, from really since since Morrowind. But the shock and awe that you get comes from um, a lot from Oblivion. I think a lot of that has been experienced already by by old school Elder Scrolls fans and when they entered Skyrim there was a lot of that that they were expecting so I can I can understand that point of view that they say okay I've already seen all of this wonderful stuff um, coming into Skyrim you know wow me with something else and that not maybe not finding that I can understand why long-term Elder Scrolls fans, um, have that experience and are not completely knocked out by Skyrim at first at first rush. Exactly, yeah. So. And don't get me wrong. I mean, Skyrim is far and away my favorite game of all time. Yeah. But as far as just pure, oh my god, like this is, I cannot believe that this is a world that I can go explore. That feeling, it, it, I, I have to give it to Oblivion. And for that yeah. alone, if you were to ask me what would I prefer, Skyrim or Oblivion, I would say Oblivion. See, now that's it's it's kind of like a first love syndrome. For me, that happened in Skyrim. I had I had Oblivion. I had Oblivion. I bought it in it came out in 2005. I think I got it in 2007 or 2006. And I got it for the for the 360 and I wasn't I wasn't too knocked out by it. A lot of the systems in the game just kind of felt, you know, awkward. And plus mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I was getting either. When Skyrim came out, I already knew kind of what to expect a little bit. That it wasn't going to be like the normal RPG, and it was going to be a bit sandboxy. And then, you know, of course, my my first Elder Scrolls love was that was in fact um, Skyrim, and I can appreciate the rest now. All right, um, I want to move on a little bit um, because this this is uh, you know this is kind of getting on a bit. Uh, let's let's get into some of our discussion topics. We've got three phenomenal discussion topics, and two of them come from. The Elder Scrolls boards. Um, one of them I want to bring up right now, which is confirmed. This is now confirmed. You may not enter enemy regions or their territories in ESO. Uh, confirmed through through Twitter by the uh, the Elder Scrolls Online at TES Online Twitter account. Now this this came from from and I'm going to read the tweets off right here. Okay, uh, the question that that uh, TES online at TES online was asked on Twitter is: Will players from one faction be able to visit the areas of other factions? And the answer was this: Currently, the plan is to keep players within their home faction's area to encourage alliance identity and camaraderie. Now, the original post on the forums goes on to say, not too surprising, as this is exactly the same approach Dark Age of Camelot took. Now that this isn't just purely uh, player speculation, what are the community's thoughts on this? Are you happy with this conclusion? Would you like to see it change post-launch? Discuss. So that's that's the original post here. This post is massive. This is a massive post. They actually had to close out the original Multi thread. multi-page thread and start a new one because it, it hit its it hit its peak. Um, I think that same second thread now is locked, is of seven pages, 
And I believe they locked it due to the same reason. I think it just reached its limit. Let me just scroll on down here. Uh, yep, post limit. So this, this thing reached 14 pages in total on both threads. The prevailing theory or the prevailing idea on this, on this idea that you are now, let's just say, in the Aldmeri Dominion and you can't explore the other regions that belong to the other factions. Um, most people who are answering on these threads are really upset, like angry upset, and think yeah, that I'm, this is I'm just... actually about to be. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people see this as just, a, as just a misstep. Now, you heard exactly what was said, okay? Um... I'll read it again. Currently, the plan is to keep players. The plan is to keep players within their home factions areas to encourage alliance identity and camaraderie. Now, certainly, um, we have a presence on, on the forums and, um, you know, I weighed in on the topic, signed my name on it. And I, I, you know, let people know, like, you know, look, this might, this isn't, you know, it, though it confirmed, it's not, it's not going to be a hundred percent concrete for launch. Um, and then I also said that I personally, of Arwen, think, because I don't want to speak for everyone else on this show, um, I think this is a mistake. But I'm also willing to hear what what uh, Zenimax Online's reasons is for this. And I'll, I'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, but guys, initially, Dave, I want to start off with you. What are you thinking? Okay, well, I... I want to put, explain this from two different points of view. The first point of view is, is what I believe they could say is the, the best reason why they are doing this. And simply put, it's time and money spent. It's much, much easier if you're having three different factions that they're going to have different quests. It's much easier to basically make three different games, one for each faction, than to make one game and overlap the three properly well that that it's, is actually that's be been that's been confirmed as well they have said that um all the quests in all of these areas are a hundred percent uh unique to those areas so your leveling experience when you start off in one faction if you go to another faction make a new character on a different faction you are not going to experience the same game at all totally different quests i hope i hope i hope that that's more along the line of how you feel when you play uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, where it's immersive. Each character class even has its own feel to it. I, I like that kind of gameplay. But when you're looking for any other gameplay out there, like Rift or any other game, that that how they do their things with the, the cross-factions that, yeah, they share areas, but they might as well not. Because they you practically never run into another person from the other side of, of a different faction unless it's in a, a, a destined shared area, which Even honestly, it, it's a bad idea. It's a very bad idea for them to separate the game so concrete, saying that you're never going to randomly walk into a person from a different faction because they're not going to be in your area. One thing I want to bring up is I have I have a measure of faith regarding regarding uh, Zoss and this game 
that I don't think I've had for any other gaming company, um, except for early Blizzard back in Diablo 2 days, uh, Warcraft 3 days, that I haven't had before. And the reason is because when I was walking through those halls, there is a reverence for the Elder Scrolls that I've never felt come from a gaming company about a video game other than this. So this seems contradictory to to uh, a lot of the philosophies that Joe and I saw and also contradictory to the feeling that I saw. So I'm, I'm kind of like, it, it doesn't make sense. Does it? No, it doesn't. It wasn't their whole purpose behind the game is they want you to feel free yeah. to explore wherever you want. That's also, they it, want, yeah, it's in contradictory to their game style. All this effort into the lore behind the game mm-hmm. to figure out exactly what's going on in the world to build this world up around you. It seems to fly in the face of what they're trying to present to you to say, Hey, you're not going to be able to play two thirds of the content of the game by picking one class. Yeah. What if it's more like just a bonus quests or something like that? I mean, if you think of it like that, it doesn't seem, eh, doesn't seem that bad. Well, what do you mean by, by bonus quests? Uh, see, I've, <clears throat> My mind's going all over the place during, no, while okay. you guys were talking. So, um, okay, so you're saying that, yeah, see, you and I, like Evarwin and mm-hmm. I, are on different factions. Yes. I'll never be able to go into his house or whatever. Is it house or That's, area? I mean, it's it's area. Like, it is it is flat out area. So it's your city or whatever. Different <laughs> continents. Not even. No, it's, it's, no, not just the city. I mean, from well, it's not it it's not city. different continents. It's the same continent, but might as well be different countries that the borders are completely locked on. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, it's a shoddy example, and I really hate to bring up um, Star Wars: The Old Republic yet again. But I mean, it's a it's a it's a game that we all kind of have a shared experience in. So, mm-hmm. so How there's some worlds that are completely it's the same world, but it's completely if you're on one one faction. You're there at a completely different level, and you there the other people who are there are not on that same world, even if they're on the same world. They don't see you. They don't right. you can't interact with you or anything. Right. So basically what, what, what they're saying is is that um if you if you're not part of of you know certain of, of another faction, you're just not gonna be able to walk into their territory at all. Like you are completely sealed off. Not that you can't go into their cities or into their towns. You can't cross that that ge- geographical line, right? And they're not saying that. It just it looks like that's what they're saying, and and okay. everyone's kind of wondering. Um, Shank, what what about you? What do you what weigh in on this? What do you think? So, <clears throat> the way I look at this, there's there's two structures to this argument. There's I'll, I'll start with the developer side first. Mm-hmm. Um. The way I understand it, and the way that I'm going to be taking this at, at face value, because this is all this is I'm, this is just a direct quote that we're looking at, correct? Right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote it one more time. Currently, the plan is to keep players within their home factions areas to encourage alliance identity and camaraderie. Okay. So, you know, when I first look at this, for from if I was a developer, which I'm not, but if I was, this to me says, you know, okay, well, we have, we've effectively tripled the amount of 
content that we can have in there. So what this means to me is that, okay, we've tripled the content. And since this is, um, we don't, we can't really, you know, guess about their business model yet. We don't know if they're doing free to play or whatever, but I think I, I will speak for myself and I will say, I will safely assume that there may be elements of the game where you like, you know, do microtransactions or whatever. So if you split it up into three different elements, you're basically tripling the size of the game and tripling your profits and purchases, et cetera, et cetera. So if they're going that route, that's understandable. Now that's just conjecture for me. I'm not sure if this is exactly true. Mm-hmm. Right. So from their standpoint, yeah, there's I would been say no, it makes there's sense. been no model as far as, you know, uh, free to play or, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's been no, there's been nothing announced as far as I've seen. So this no. is conjecture for me, not fact. Right. <laughs> But the player inside me, uh, it's it, it's I don't, I don't like it. I really throw don't it out there, Shane. Throw it out there. Tell tell us what you think. Throw it out because, there. Because yeah, sure. So I mean, I think I was mentioned to this before the show, but mm-hmm. the reason I play the RPGs that I do is because you're provided a massive world, a massive world which says this this it's just complete freedom. You're you're free to do whatever you want wherever you want in whatever order you want right or if you play like i do you don't have to do anything you can just wander around now why would you build an entire continent with three factions and then then segment those factions off that whole piece of a lot encourage alliance identity i don't buy that at all i see that as just they're just trying to yeah, it really is a cop out. And I, I personally believe that they're just trying to, you know, say that, oh, well, we're either reaching some sort of technical limitation or, you know, financially, which would be, I guess, a little bit more what I don't want is that we're just going to triple the amount of money that we can make from you. Um, I don't like this from a player standpoint. It does not get, provide a free, open, true game, which is what they've been marketing it as, as you mentioned, Avarwin. Mm-hmm. This is basically saying to me, we're limiting you to a certain play space, and you can do stuff only within that play space. Now, that 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 is not Elder Scrolls. I'm sorry. To it, me, that's just not Elder Scrolls. It should be said, okay, um, that the areas that you are going to be in, even though you technically are confined to them, um, are huge and big enough for you to do anything that that is needed and desired in order to reach from level one to level 50. Yeah, absolutely. And it that, that area said. that you yeah. mentioned may be bigger than Sky. It may well be much bigger than much larger than Skyrim. Oh, without a doubt. But, like, yeah, the, they, that's already been confirmed when Joe and I played the game. Um, we went from a small little place in Skyrim over to Morrowind. And it was just it was it was massive. Yeah, so I mean, there you go. That's firsthand experience right there. So you're saying that it's just absolutely massive. Right. Now, I don't, I don't, granted that space can be like a hundred square miles. Mm-hmm. And you're saying the PvP area is Cyrodiil. Okay. So that to me, the logical steps that I would conclude is, oh, sweet. So if I start in the Almeri Dominion and elsewhere, that means I can like walk over and visit my buddy in like Valenwood and Morrowind and Hammerfell. Mm-hmm. which to me means you can open up the game, but it doesn't sound like they're doing that here. And I want, I want everything open. I'm sorry. Like that's, that's, that's how yeah. I view an elder scrolls game. That's a defining, you know, facet of an elder scrolls game for me is that it's completely open and this just isn't right. Um, two things. Number one, like I said, I want to reiterate the areas you will be in are big enough for you to get 
to scratch that that uh, exploration bug. However, oh, absolutely sure, Shank, you you uh, you do. I think everyone here um, is is kind of touching on this this one thing that is going to bug all Elder Scrolls fans, and that is, yes, I can explore to my heart's content, but I am I am unable to explore whatever I want to when I want to. Well, see, that's the thing for me personally. Sorry if I'm interrupting, but uh, for me personally, I I would not be exploring to my heart's content because I want everything. If you say that this, if you say that we're creating this continent, I want to explore the entire continent. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great feeling to know (laughs) that you can go from, you know, Shimmering Isles to Cyrodiil all the way up to Skyrim by hoofing it or walking it yourself, and and all you have to do is just be aware of you know the guards around you and make sure you don't go walking into areas because you want to be able to see that stuff you want to feel like a lone traveler in 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 tamriel and if if this is going the way that a lot of us are afraid it's going then then it's not a good thing um well you know there could be a a way to solve all this and have everybody win at one time and i know that this is a crazy thing and and check this out forum posters it's okay to, to give solutions every now and again. I know it ain't perfect, but here's what I'm thinking. I get that they want to restrict people to their home factions, nations. Okay. Mm-hmm. They want, so there's these three blobs of nations all crunched up together. They don't need to restrict people for being able to explore, but it would keep people within their nation. If that nation was the only area where quests were actively available. If that was the only area where you could safely explore, like say if you go t- from you know in- out into the Aldmeri Dominion and you're not one of them, any g- guard in a town will open fire at you. I think I- I'm I'm wondering if that's what they mean, but I think the way they put it. Players are afraid that you're going to walk out of your area and there's just going to be a huge invisible wall there and you yeah, can't, like, two-thirds exactly. yeah. of this... Back. That is not what we want. <laughs> right. Let me just say one more time. They did say, currently the plan is to do this. Alright? If we're... The plan... They didn't say the plan was to stop people from exploring. They said the plan was to keep you within your own city-state. Right, but to me, sorry, Dave, but to me that means you're preventing from doing all the exploration that you are deserved as an Elder Scrolls fan. Well, to to the rest of us, yeah, absolutely. But the reason why I wanted to highlight it is because the way they worded it, it does sound like they are movable on this this theory, this this uh, developing theory of theirs. So maybe I, I would I would like to because you know it it's nice to be able to say that you know the the wonderful people, especially the community team over at Zoss listen to the show um i would like to say that i would love it if if someone from zos could come out and just simply clarify exactly what they mean when the time is right all right because we know that they can't share all of their secrets right now because there is a tremendous state of flux they're still building we get that we understand that but but please be aware maybe when you're putting together your next awesome video that's going to show us um pieces of the game please be aware that this is an extremely hot item on the forums and the fans are are really wanting clarification on specifically does this mean that I'm just not going to have quests like Dave suggested or does this mean that I'm going to 
boom, walk into an invisible wall and now I can't walk into, you know, Morrowind or Skyrim or, you know, <laughs> Daggerfall or et cetera, et cetera, you know, because I happen to be of, of an opposing faction. What does this mean? And if that can be clarified, um, you know, everyone would be, would I, at, at least have the clarification. But if it goes in the way of that invisible wall, I mean, we're going to have to, you know, say that this is, it's a mistake. It's a bad idea. I would cry. Um, all right, let's, let's get some final thoughts on this one thing. And, uh, we'll, we'll start with Liz. Do you have any final thoughts on that? Um, I don't really think about uh, Elder Scrolls Online that much because I don't want to get my hopes up that my computer won't run it. But <laughs> so <laughs> I'm kind of listening to you guys going, oh, okay, that would be nice. I'll care about it when I know I can play it. All right. Okay. So you're kind of, you're kind of just on the, on the fence a little bit and just sort of, you know, just, just I'll kind take of, whatever I can get. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, Dave, final thoughts on, on that discussion topic, if any at all. You know, we said so much already, but I just want to say once more that the more open and free the game feels, the happier its players are going to be. Right. Agreed. Uh, and Shank. Uh, to me personally, I mean, I just Elder Scrolls to me is freedom. If that, if there's any word that is synonymous with Elder Scrolls is freedom. And their statement, if you take it at face value, currently is is not saying that. And that kind of makes me a little bit concerned. Yeah. Um. Well said. Very well said. Uh, Dragonborn screenshots did debut <gasps> today. We will we will get into that. But first. Dave, Deenforce Adams shall regale us with his weekend game. <laughs> oh, this actually was spawned by some of those screenshots uh, early this morning <laughs> at like 4 a.m. I woke up because I couldn't sleep and I was like, I'm going to get some Skyrim time in. So, oh, BS, back. you were already up playing something else at the time. No, I wasn't. I hopped on to, no, to Skyrim. <laughs> I was on there I I until I got you. bored. Me think stuff protests too much. Ah. Okay. That's what you do. That's fancy for like you're a fat. Um, (laughs) I I found myself at the College of Winterhold. Like Mm -hmm. first thing, I don't know why. How I even got there is I was I was don't even remember getting there last. An area I avoid like it were a a a station of plague. Well, I tried starting the dang thing, Mm -hmm. and I ended up forgetting that I, I have already learned all these spells and she asked for a uh mage like me to summon a fire familiar. <laughs> she didn't ask you for mage light? Yeah, the the chick that guards, she's like the gatekeeper of the college, right? Yeah. She was it like, you need dep- to summon the fire atronach so I'll let you through. I was like, I don't even know that, so I just walked past her. <laughs> <laughs> she's the worst guard ever. <laughs> <laughs> she's like really that's like the only choice I got. like cast this spell and I will let you pass otherwise have a nice day <laughs> so I just walked past her I went into the school I ended up I tried to start the quest but I couldn't find the, the woman I was supposed to talk to I think I don't even remember who starts it anymore. what the mage college needs to do is put a TSA agent in front of there they'll be scanning horses and <laughs> babies and books <laughs> Awesome if they had the guy from Monty Python. <laughs> what is your favorite <laughs> Answer it wrong. It throws you into the water behind the college. 
Yes. What is the wind speed of a swallow? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean in African European? Oh, goodness. <laughs> so, anywho, I ended up getting lost in there. Um, then I, I, I was lost pretty bad in this college. I eventually just found my way to a rooftop and used my fast travel to get out of there. And after I fast traveled, I remembered that I'm a vampire and I scared a family and they started <laughs> attacking me. So I went after them and it ended up that they had a little kid that I just ended up be- beaten on. And then I, I, I guess I forgot until it got so far that I killed all his family and it was just the little kid and me squaring off. Well, more of him running away and me stabbing him, but. <laughs> Little kids don't die. No, they don't. D- What's up with that? It's uh, that's been a thing since the game launched. You know, the the kids don't die, and it's a it's a gaming. I believe there are legal ramifications for that, Dave. Are there? I just really. I just completely made that up. Oh, I have yeah. no idea. I, I think it's a standards thing, to be honest. I mean, it's it's a pretty depraved thing to want it to, you know. I'm not even going to say it fully on on our I on our show. I sucked the souls out of goats, and 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 goats could possibly deserve that sort of thing, but children no. <laughs> have you ever met a child? Have you, ever, just, have, you <laughs> have you ever met a goat? Oh, yes. God. <laughs> I I kill little woodland animals. What was its name, Liz? Beats. Bill E. Delightful. Billy Goat. Yeah, I got it. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of Liz talking about how she cheated in Oblivion, I actually did something oh without cheating this week, and I would like to say that I've gotten my speak skill up to level 22. How'd you do it, cheat? No, I sold stuff to a vendor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Congratulations. 22. Like a boss. Yeah. Try that's, to beat that. That's, anyway. That's um, 22 more levels that Liz got without cheating. I didn't cheat anything. You, I don't yeah, you, you, oh my god, you totally cheated. You're the biggest cheater that this game has ever had. Totally Dude, did. I still get emails from listeners that are like, no, you're not a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> I got well, a Facebook oh. message yesterday. They're I don't not, think you're a cheater. They're not being factual. They just like you. You know, Ivarwin, there's a console command for that. <laughs> ah, yes! Yes! <laughs> yes. Shank's my favorite now. Yeah. Uh, Shank, virtual high five, bro. You know... Shank, you're right. And if you stay, uh, if you hang on for a second, I'll, I'll tell you the console command for it. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, this morning I saw on on Twitter that they they had some pictures come out, and that spurred me on even more. That I I got back on the game for a little bit, just a few minutes, and I ended up getting attacked by one of those giant yellow orange scaled elder dragons. You know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Mean. I shot him in the face with Zephyr. <laughs> I love this bow. The bow okay. The bow itself, I I I ground it up to legendary status. Okay. So it's it's the beast. But on top of that, it shoots thirty percent faster. So I'm just popping arrows out like nobody's business while this giant dragon is coming after me. I have all my gear enchanted with resist ice and resist fire. So he's not even breathing at me anymore. He just is trying to snap at snap at me with his mouth. And I, I eventually, after I well, 
Okay, so I, I ended up having pretty much to throw Zephyr at him to kill him, but I eventually killed him, sucked his soul out once again, because I you're allowed to suck the souls out of dragons, but not kids. Dovahkiin, Dovahkiin. And I, I stood on top of him, and I was like hopping up and down, imagining I was flying on a dragon mount. Because that's <laughs> as close as we're going to get on the PC for now. <laughs> Okay, so you're you're flying around on your own dragon man already. I'm so ready for that. Ah, (laughs) it needs to come out right now. Dragonborn, I want it. (laughs) Very good, very good. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, that's another. Speaking of hot topics, you know, that's that's obviously that's obviously a hot topic. You know, uh, 360 getting the DLC. Uh, No announcements for any other any other. You know, for PC or for PS3, and you know the, oh, the PC man. market just kind of assuming, yeah, we'll eventually get it within a month, and and the PS3 guys just kind of like you know saying it'd be great if we got something at this yeah, point. I, I got some thoughts on that when we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figure it's coming. I I know it's coming, but well, the uh, the Bethesda devs even um, they threw out a tweet. Now that I'm thinking of it, they uh, they tossed a tweet out there. I think it was early this week or or late last week, saying that it's there is content coming for the PS3. Um, they're tight lipped about it. They're saying it's coming. I mean, we can speculate to the high heavens, but what I think is deserved is Hearthfire, Dawnguard, all of that rolled up in one, on top of. Boom. Dragonborn, Dragonborn, you know, and just just call it like the Mega PS3 patch. <laughs> that echo was not easy, by the way. I, <laughs> that was actually really good. Patch. <laughs> <laughs> that was not easy. Wow. Um. So as I as I make a big big sniff in everyone's ears. Did you practice that beforehand? No, no, I didn't. I was on totally on the cuff. All right, totally on the cuff. Uh so yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what I think is deserved, and that's what I hope they're working on. <laughs> I'm such a fail. Um, in in any event, uh, let's let's move along. All right, we've got the thank you, Liz, for reminding me and uh, for not reminding me. Oh, uh, for the audible. Yeah, uh, yeah, audible. <laughs> oh no, not audible. That was our. Dude. It's okay. It's okay. I got it. It's all right. I got it right here. Tweaked audio. Um, we got a little song for tweaked audio, don't we, guys? A little song for tweaked audio. No. I have a song for Tweet Audio. There we go. Go ahead, sing it, Liz. <laughs> okay. Tweaked Audio just became Doctor Who. Doctor TweakedAudio.com. Four styles and six colors. Optional microphone. Engineered for durability. Noise reducing. Design. <laughs> How about one of your uh, real pixelated heroes for that? <laughs> doom, 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 doom. That was your cue. You're supposed to start talking. Do you guys want durability and six great colors out of your headphones? Tweaked audio. Wood. <laughs> oh, wow. This is quickly becoming a Trojan commercial. I don't think we can do this on air. Tweaked audio, man. <laughs> even Odysseus didn't even have that, man. Hey. Yeah. Uh, lifetime warranty. That's another thing we haven't said yet. <laughs> Free shipping. Listen, uh, they, they sponsor everything here at the network. It's a phenomenal product, a phenomenal, phenomenal 
business. These guys are great, great company. Um, they're they're going to throw you an unbelievable deal. All right, already a low, low price, anywhere between starting at nineteen ninety five, lifetime warranty, free shipping. Guys, it's like getting free parking. I can't say that enough. You ever go somewhere and you park and it's like, yeah, we're going to charge you about $15 for that parking spot. And you're like, damn, I was only going to be here no. five minutes. No, because I live in the South and we have Yeah, open- the South doesn't have that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, the South, you can park on top of a cow and no one cares. Hey, hey. No one if- parks their horse on top of a cow. <laughs> Your tractor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you know, here, here in, uh, in the, uh, in the big old city, I guess, you know, it, it means something to get free parking and, uh, you are indeed getting not only free parking, but you're getting free shipping here from tweaked audio. That's a big thing. You don't have to pay for shipping at all. They got it. They got it taken care of. you. Um, 30% off using the code off the record. And, uh, of course, of course, if you like the color pink, they have pink earbuds on clearance right now for nine ninety five. Add on top of your 30% off using the off-the-record code, plus the free shipping, plus the lifetime warranty. Anything goes wrong with this, like, you know, a rabid Khajiit just chews through your tweaked audio headphones like mine did. Uh, they got your back like a butt crack, yo. They will definitely cover that. Minimal questions asked. Barely any. And uh, and there you have <laughs> there you have. I it. just got the most brilliant imagery in my head from that. Yeah? Thank you. What's that? The butt crack thing? The butt crack thing. <laughs> wow, I was thinking about the cat chewing on the, the wire like in Christmas vacation. <laughs> we got a lot fried. of we got a lot of imagery going on here, don't we? Yeah. Okay. Off the record your code, thirty percent off. Free shipping worldwide. Lifetime warranty. Amazing earbuds. Engineered for durability. Noise reducing technology. Fits into any iPod, iPhone, Android, all of your MP3 devices. TweakedAudio.com. 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 There you go. All right. That was probably the worst and best ad I've ever done for Tweaked Audio. I think Bruce is going to come over to my house and beat me. And then shake his <laughs> Nice laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my I didn't think my mute was off <laughs> laugh. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Um... Dragonborn screenshots. Holy oh my god! Look at all the freaking dragon with the flying! <laughs> oh my goodness! Holy smokes, guys! Jerry Lewis, it's on the show. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, there was definitely some soiling of the pants going on when I saw these. Let me tell you, I was soiling my own socks when I saw these. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's why I said it because these screenshots <laughs> are impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a link in our notes. I'd like you guys to just check uh, check out these these pictures and just kind of talk about them one by one. Um, okay. As we oh my goodness, as we go through this, so you got about twelve screenshots here. Um, the the one on the top left. All right. So so let's let's just be let's just be like ultra ultra like general about this right now. Um, they released 12 screenshots, right? One is seemingly of a, a Nordic family. Another of a uh, dead dragon by some ruins. Um, one kind of looks like an alien from your favorite science fiction show. Okay, Jellyfish. Off, 
That is awesome. It's a flying jellyfish. That they're having flying. Okay, that that goes to tell you what's going on here. They're obviously adding the mechanics for flight in the game, because, or at least more so than they had before. They're they're progressing it to things past dragons, like jellyfish. You know, like jellyfish. That's that's awesome and that's amazing. But I don't know if anyone is catching this. We don't look okay. like we're in Skyrim anymore, folks. I'm going to catch this jellyfish. Catch, catch that jellyfish. You gotta catch them all, Shank. Dude. <laughs> I, we don't look like we're in Skyrim anymore. Do you see, like, look at the, the, the floating jellyfish over here. And we're gonna, uh, you know, I hate the fact that we're calling it this, but it is now dubbed the, El- the Elder Scrolls off the record floating jellyfish. So whenever you see that, that, that floating thing, whatever it's called, uh, and I'm sure someone out there knows what it's called because, I'm sure it's been in another Elder Scrolls game. Looks like a giant slug with feet tentacles. Honestly, or a like turtle with jellyfish. Kind of, kind of looks like a jellyfish. Just, this just thing saying. to me, I, I think, I think this is Marwind. It, well, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, uh, go ahead, Dave. We were trying to say something. Well, it has a volcano in the background of that exact picture. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think, I believe that's Red Mountain, but. It, because, uh, and I'm pretty sure that's actually in Morwen. Like Morwen. that's on the islands of uh, Morwen, isn't it? Yeah. So, and this island, Solstheim. I'm, uh, if I read the descriptions correctly or something, I'm pretty sure this is like north east of Skyrim. But it's like there, it's in the water between, I guess, uh, Morwen and. Skyrim, so it's definitely, I mean, yeah, that, that, that very well could be more wind in the background that we're seeing, just like on the land, actually. You can sort of see some kind of a fort or castle, what a fortress in the background. Oh, um, yeah. Barely. Uh, oh, yeah. We're still on the jellyfish picture, right? Yes. Yeah. That, that little thing of light, uh, in the trees, uh, oh, at the bottom yeah. of the trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a little cabin. Yeah. Well, could be. The top of a, or yeah, it could be the top of a, of a uh, tower. <laughs> no, 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 Liz, you're you're definitely. <gasps> it is a tower. Do you think the jellyfish lives there? He's the king. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, next picture. Next picture. <laughs> so here's this, the reason why I'm bringing attention to this is because I think oh. I think what's happening is we're going into Morrowind for this DLC, which is which is mind blowingly awesome. We haven't been to Morrowind since since Morrowind, Morrowind. <laughs> <laughs> and and here we are. It looks like we're going back. So, do you think we'll get there by that way? Remember in Skyrim, that, there was the a other? place that 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 cut off place. Yep. Um, yep. I'm wondering. Which cut off place? Oh, I don't remember. Because there, there's actually, yeah, I actually found there's two different ways I found that you can actually quote unquote get into Morrowind. Um, there's one by like Riften where the Dawnguard area is. Yep. But there's also the other one where if you go like up north, um, it's it's further north of. Um, oh, is that uh, the one? The place where the street just literally yeah. stops dead at like an invisible wall. Yeah, yeah. I there's think there's some graves by it too. There's two roads that are like that, and uh, but I don't think, I don't think that's how you get into Morrowind, guys. I mean, they they might open that up, and sure, you could probably go there. But I think the exciting way of getting yourself into Morrowind, honestly, is on Dragonback. Yes. That's what I think they're doing. Um, I think 
what's going to happen is you're probably going to be able to get a dragon mount um, simply by what I see in the video at the very end. And I think that there's going to be a quick travel using a dragon mount. So you like jump on a dragon's back and they'll fly you out to Morrowind. And I also think they're going to open up those paths because that third picture definitely looks like Morrowind. And there's a picture um, of like a kind of like a lava dude. He, he looks like he's made of lava or rock. Oh, the golem looking guy? Yeah. yeah. He, he totally looks like, well, he looks like the enemies from the rift patch that kind of expanded out. Anyway, um, <laughs> but he totally, he's, he looks like a molten, like, rock dude. He, I, he, it looks to me like he's a Morrowind. Or whatever it's called, I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Dude. So, I'm definitely, I'm definitely into this. I definitely think we're going back to Morrowind, though. And obviously, yeah, this yeah. is all speculation, and we, we know, we know absolutely nothing concrete, but that's what I think. Morrowind time. <laughs> uh, what do you make of the uh, the first picture there of the uh, the little Skyrim family just kind of chilling? I figure you love it because that's probably your character right there. Yeah. Yeah. They have fish. <laughs> they have fish. I, I'm just waiting for us to actually get into some of the ones on the second row. Which can we just talk about that first one for a second? Let's go for it. Yeah. What do you got? What's up with Cthulhu? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely HP Lovecraft-ish, yeah. <laughs> it, it really, like some of this, these pictures they put out are definitely Lovecraft. They have this one, that it looks like a squid on top of a centipede with a mouth for a belly. You it's know what? It, Sorry, this this sort of, some of these pictures, that if I'm just looking at them, they kind of almost look like Realms of Oblivion because they look all like sort of well, it, it says that. It, it, they give a, a fe- key features description below it. One thing that they do say is that um, you will be unlocking a new Daedric realm. Oh, yeah, there we go. So they, they very well could be another realm of oblivion. Yeah. Hmm, I'm... I'm- not going to lie, I'm not too excited about that. So, okay, here we go. It says right here, explore beyond Skyrim. Leave the province of Skyrim and travel to the coastal island of Solfheim. Uh, encounter the dark elven settlers of Ravenrock and the native Skull as you unravel the mystery of a dragonborn's return. Become the ultimate dragonborn. Harness the power of the voice. As you face off against the first Dragonborn, wield new shouts and spells, including Dragon Aspect, allowing you to summon the inner power of a dragon to deliver colossal blows and strengthen other shouts. That could just be a buff, though. Could be. That's what it sounds like. Uh, New powers. Discover dark powers as you journey into a new Daedric realm. Collect books of forbidden knowledge and choose new paths for your skills and abilities. So choose new paths for your skills and abilities. Do you think they're going to give us a, a possible respec, or do you think they're just going to increase our already big and lengthy uh, skill choices? Personally, Either way, it, would be great. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, ideally, like a best case scenario, I would want new skills, like new skill trees. I don't know how that would happen. Um, but I think that'd be really sick. Cause like, I get, cause reading this, it sounds like there's going to be, it looks like there's more armors and weapons and stuff, but that might just fall under already. Like, you know, the two handed, one handed, etc. Oh no, there definitely yeah. will be. It says right here, uh, suit up in bone mold and chitin armors and wield Stalrim weapons as you navigate through a myriad of dungeons, battle formidable foes like Ash Spawn, Reeklings, and more. So wait, Skull is a place that is in Morrowind. Solstheim, I think. I think because like it sounds like this island has like a bunch of different settlements in it. So I I don't know. <laughs> well, I was looking like- it up online and because I, I couldn't figure out because the yeah the pictures when I look up on Skull. Uh, no, they, those are from Morrowind. Okay. Oh, they are cool. That's pretty awesome. Awesome. Now, you know there's a giant pink elephant sitting in the corner of the room waiting for us to talk about it, right? Mm, go for it, Dave. No, I don't want I I need you to to introduce it to get it that epic feel. I need it cuz it's right there. I'm looking at it. I'm salivating by looking at it. And they're not talking about it in the key features, but it better be there. Um are you referring to the the dragon mount? <gasps> <laughs> I I think I honestly do think and and this is this is contested on the on the on the forums. People are really wondering like are dragon mounts in the game and people are saying yes and no and here's why and and the weather twos and the y fours uh, as to if if there will in fact be a dragon mount and and I am of the mind that it's all but confirmed that there will be dragon mounts and what what pretty much cemented this argument is towards the end of the video. You see them getting, you see the, the dragonborn, Dovahkiin, getting on a dragon, but the camera seems to, at one particular point, very, at the very end. It's following the character as if it was the character being played. Yes, exactly. That, it centers. That's exactly is. The camera centers itself once, once Dovahkiin. Same, like the exact same way when you're mounting up on a horse. Exactly. Exactly the same way. And that's what makes me think that there are going to be dragon mounts. I doesn't that happen? To... In, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Liz. Yeah. What do you got? May, oh, yeah. doesn't that happen in, in the Skyrim game, though, when I don't know if you actually see yourself getting on the dragon to go to wherever it was. I don't remember. Sovereign don't you see that? Yeah. Um, don't you actually see that in that way, too? And it's kind of filmed like that? Well, that's kind of what the speculation sort of circles around. The, that, yeah, that, that sort of thing does actually happen, but, um, you know, I, it's, people, I, I don't know. Like, I, I really just, I really just think that, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna have these, these mounts in the game. And, uh, despite that, despite the, the, the point that you're bringing up, which is a good point, I sort of, I don't know, I sort of feel like we're gonna get those mounts. Um, what were you gonna say, Shank? I was just going to say a couple things. Um, I sincerely hope that there are dragon mounts and I'm very optimistic, but I mean, man, ju- just from like a technical standpoint, if they pull that off, that's, that's going to be pretty difficult to do because uh, I mean, just trying to like 
render all that stuff on the screen. And if you're a dragon, I mean, clearly you can go, you know, really, really high up, obviously, and like fly around. So that's giving you virtually limitless access to the entire map. And I can just imagine like, you know, for the Xbox, PS3 or PC or whatever, freaking out saying, oh my God, I need to put all this stuff on the screen like right now. So I think unless they made some sweet, awesome workaround for that, that would be awesome. And second point, um, if there are dragon mounts, which I hope there are, I'm naming mine Snuffles. <laughs> Snuffles the dragon mount. Another thing that kind of catches my eye about this is it looks like the graphics got a bit of an update. Yes. I mean, if you go to one of the last pictures, it's the second to last one. Um, it's the character. He's wearing uh, an updated version of Majora's Mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, isn't it though? It's it's totally Majora's it totally Mask, is. right there. Yeah, he he looks like he's trying to Im- emulate Cthulhu from the first picture on that row with his mask going on, doesn't it? It looks kind of like that. It's Ood, Dave, not Cthulhu. Ood. <laughs> he's he's an Ood. He's an Ood. He definitely is. Um, what catches me about this is the. The uh, detail in his robe is is extremely high res, and so are the the spell effects, very very high res. Yeah, but are these screenshots or are these desktop things? These are screenshots. Because well, I have a real screenshot. Yeah, screenshots. It says it says right here, screenshot. I think um, you know what they could have done is that this is probably a build on the PC, and they pro- they may have taken a screenshot from the PC, which already has the the Bethesda HD texture pack on there. So, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So I mean, if if the screenshots do look better, that might be an explanation. But um, I mean, man, if if they're releasing like a like a graphics enhancement or like a uh, um, I don't know some other sort of patch on the Xbox that'll allow for this, that that would be pretty I, awesome for the Xbox. Guys. I mean, I'm looking at these screenshots and um, I'm there's, seeing, there's no way you don't think so. This uh, honestly, you know, I, I there, the gameplay of Skyrim for me, I can still see its flaws, but there's some of these that are too perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, See the one with the dragon, if you really look at it, and you look at the mountains in the background, that's obviously been cut from uh, Photoshop, stuff like that. I I don't know whether or not they actually paid attention when they were Photoshopping it in or whatnot. Is it, well, is it obvious? Well, well look, at the, look at the outline of the actual mountains. It looks like somebody took the scissor tool and... <laughs> well, well that, that could be how it actually is, because it is... Low res the further out it, it gets, but there's like the one with our our floating. Uh, I don't know what you want to call that thing. Would we say he's a, he's a floating the jellyfish or something? The jellyfish? Yeah, the jellyfish dude. Right. Okay. The Elder Scrolls on uh, off the record jellyfish. Right. It, TM. Right. <laughs> TM. <So>, um, <laughs> that <laughs> picture. <laughs> if you go to this site, it's so pristine. Even for being as drab as it is, it almost looks like a drawing. It's okay. I think the difficult. last one with the. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, it, it's fine. I'm just saying it, it's difficult to to say 
that that's what it's going to look like in game, isn't it? I I can't imagine it looking like that. It's it I, is. I mean, also keep in mind this is this is for marketing purposes. So they're going to get the best screenshot as they possibly can. So right. you know, I think Shanks right on the PC, high res graphics, high res card. I mean, uh, all the way. Um, this is why I'm throwing the question out there because. I'm wondering if this is just the the performance of their in-house computers that we're seeing, plus a little a little Photoshop doctoring, or if they're actually bringing up a uh, uh, an an updated uh, texture texture. Yeah, I, I would I would err on the side of th- this is. I mean, they're developing this. Um, the machines that they're developing this on are computers. Uh, I would I would err on the side of these are just development uh, photos like from the computers. I don't think I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, it, it just seems a little <laughs> bit too high resolution, especially the, there's a picture of the, um, in the, the first picture of the last row, or sorry, the last picture of the first row. And you can see like, you know, the textures on the ground just seem quite, I mean, you can re, you can almost make out like sand like texture on the, I, I, I personally yeah. think these are just PCs pictures. Okay. 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 Anyone else got any final thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah we're elves out are about still pictures. freaking ugly. They are. Yeah. Oh my god, they are. Not if you have the um, elvish women enhancing thing that I got off the Nexus. That's 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 pretty. Well, that's good. cheating. But you know, another thing, <laughs> their hair, <laughs> their hair still looks like somebody made it out of clay. Did you notice that? Yes. It just irritates me how they've done the hair in Skyrim. They need to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> put a patch out for something, fix her hair. Well, while, that's why you get a patchy sky hair mod. <laughs> while while we're talking about patches and mods and all that, um, we've got a couple of mods that we want to feature on the show today. And uh, the first one I want to bring up, we'll get to the second one later on, uh, is automatic crossbows. <gasps> oh my goodness! <laughs> this thing looks like a Dwimmer piece of awesomeness. It's literally a Dwimmer. It's a it's a crossbow fashioned in the Dwimmer manner. So it's all golden and etched, and uh, it's got Varwini. a Varwini. Yeah, it'll match your outfit. It'll definitely match my outfit. <laughs> it's exactly what I was thinking. It's got a friggin' turret. In the middle of it. It has a magazine. It oh, does. my goodness. It does. It absolutely does. I, this thing is just... It's everything you'd ever want it to be. <laughs> this is... Uh, Except for realistic. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I had to throw it out there. Okay. It, it definitely looks like a piece of World War One technology. <laughs> Doesn't it? With like the... It does. Yeah, because it's, like, it's just like that uh, pure, brutal machinery. Yeah. It absolutely is. Um, okay, so the de- I'm going to read off the description. Uh, this can be found on the Steam Workshop, and the author is J3X. J, the number 3X, and it's called Automatic Crossbows. Uh, the description is, the Thalmor have found some old Dwemer schematics and are rebuilding the Dwemer most fearsome weapons, automatic crossbows, scouts, have found that they have converted Reach Wind Ire, a Dwimmer Tower southeast of Markarth and northeast of Dushnikayal. <laughs> that may have been mispronounced. Into a, into a research outpost. Can you stop them before it's too late? 
So the content, um, this mod adds three automatic Dwimmer crossbows to the game. Dwimmer, che- uh, Dwimmer Cheer Ballistra, a heavy semi-automatic crossbow. Dwimmer Polybolos, a light burst firing automatic crossbow. Hold down your mouse when you're firing this weapon, otherwise you will need to reload it. Automatic Dwimmer crossbow, a fully automatic crossbow. You can find them and some schematics for them. Dwarven smithing perk is needed at Reachwind Ire. All crossbows can be used by any NPC. This mod is also intended as a modder resource. Feel free to use the included scripts to create your own automatic weapons. So there you go. What's great is one of these screenshots has uh, a, an elven girl wearing the outfit that Joe likes to put his girls in. <laughs> um, you can also, this is important to to bring up as well. Um, you can also find this not just on the, the Skyrim workshop, all right? Um, but you can find this on Skyrim Nexus and TES Alliance. TES Alliance uh, is is a, a friend of the show. So shout out to TES Alliance. Head over to head over to uh, the Steam Workshop or TES Alliance or uh, Skyrim Nexus and search for J3X Automatic Crossbows. It's got a five star rating out of four hundred and forty four ratings on uh, Steam Workshop. So hey. 444 Yay. people like it, you know. <laughs> it's got to be good. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Dave, we we spoke about your your in-game awesomeness. Uh, Shank, let's go for it, man. What'd you do? What'd you do this week? All right, yo. So I played... Man, okay. I played a lot. I played a <laughs> <Man>. lot. <laughs> so first things first, I found Ivarwin's Nord chick that was just laying there killed by the you know the trolls and whatever so i i thought this was i thought this couldn't stand so what i did was i took her body and i kind of like floated it down the river a little bit you gotta put flowers on top all right yeah i did i I picked i picked some purple mountain flower Uh, i said a a little like nordic prayer (laughs) she deserved a a proper burial she (laughs) did hey man yeah so i i uh you know, put a little purple mountain flower on her, and I, uh, no, I know I didn't. I actually just looted her dead corpse and kept walking, so. Oh, um, yes! <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, after after I uh, robbed her uh, blind, I pretty much, let's see, I walked north towards uh, Windhelm because I think I had a quest marker pointing to, okay, so just before I get too deep into this, I think the internet and you guys need to know that my playstyle is um, one where I, I kind of don't do quests. I kind of just walk around and explore because, <laughs> in my opinion, the Bethesda made this incredible world. Like, it deserves to be explored, like, every inch and rock and everything. So, anyway. Well, you're I, I you're walked, a good company. You know, yeah. So, I, walked, I was walking up towards Windhelm. And I got, you know, um, attacked by a bunch of bandits. And this one guy hit me with a, uh, 
I don't know, it was like some weird spell or something, but my, my bow got pretty much like knocked out of my hands. And at this point, I had no bow. And there was a bunch of bandits up near the fort in Windtown. So I had to take out another like random dagger that I had, which I'm not specialized in one-handed at all. It's I'm purely going archery this route. And so I started attacking him, and it was pretty awful. I somehow survived that with, um, you know, a bunch of health potions, <coughs> console commands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, desperate times, man. Desperate times. I, indeed, indeed. Yeah, th- indeed. thank you. Like, if you're trying to get around the Mage Tower quest, but there's a one NPC that's got that thing that you need for another quest, hey, open up that console command. Yeah, yeah. yeah I... I <laughs> huge proponent of that man there you go i feel like i've corrupted you from afar by, by the way <laughs> hey, you know what if, if the developers would not have allowed you to access the console command if they did not intend you to use the game to its fullest right now you sound like liz <laughs> i didn't say that <laughs> oh i can't God. cheat on this game i play on the xbox i don't with this i'm going you know what i'm gonna go play the game without cheating For, you know forget all y'all i'm done <laughs> if a varwin can't do it He's the guy that buried the dead chick that he didn't even kill. (laughs) Sorry. Stupid uh, trolls. Yeah, so I lost my bow. I I somehow got through the the, the fort guys, and I still did not have a bow at this point. So then to cheer myself up, I found a random wolf and I killed it. (laughs) Um, And then surprisingly, I got to Windhelm, and I happened to find a bow. It was just like, you know, it was on this guy's back. And I was like, I kind of want this bow. So I, I kind of like snuck up behind him and like kind of like killed him to death. And then uh, nothing so, wrong I mean, with it was, that. It was yeah. an elven bow. He had an elven bow. He had right. an el- I wanted an elven bow. People's property only belongs to them until you take it for your own. Exactly. It's okay. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, he, he was kind of dead and bloodied along the ground. Uh, so I, I took his bow and then I got happy because it was a freaking sweet elven bow. And I'm only like a level 12 at this point, I think, 12 or 13. So from then, I completely forgot that I had a quest in Windhelm and walked myself down south towards the rift. And I killed a bunch of deer, did a lot of hunting because I'm playing uh, this kind of like thief slash assassin but also um is a huge you know merchant and trader so i'm doing a lot of uh, skinning of animals smithing finding any iron ingots mining all that good fun stuff and then while i was in argonian this was probably the highlight of my play experience because i absolutely hate argonians i i don't know why no, i just don't tell I hate fred them. don't tell fred that he loves those lizard races oh my goodness they're they are i'm pretty sure bethesda put them in the game only for you to kill them and attack them and take their shit. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Even in Oblivion, I would go out of my way to kill literally every single Argonian. And like my friends at home can attest to this. I hate Argonians. So I got into um, a fist fight with the Argonian in uh, the B in the Barb. You know, the guy that's got like sort of a crush on one of the patrons there. Right. Well, so hold he on. Was like, to, Yo, to, to be continued on that one, I got to find out what what is... Why do you hate Argonians that much? It's got, it has to come from something. Honestly, I mean, it's, it's just, I cannot, like, explain this in a logical way. It's tell me, just, tell me this, it's like, because they're ugly. <laughs> I was waiting for that. You know, it, it's not that. It's just, 
It's it's literally I just have this like base visceral hatred for like everything that they stand for. <laughs> everything they stand for. <laughs> like they're on the corner preaching what they stand for. <laughs> they're just hey man, like you want to buy skooma? It's like no, I can make my own skooma and then I'll run you out of business because I am Walter White of Skyrim. So there. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, so- sorry. I'm huge capitalist mentality in this game like i makes i just try and sell as much as i can and just make money so incidentally <laughs> what do you think of the zealot in in white run screaming about talos i love that guy because talos is my absolutely favorite divine <laughs> I oh God, you're a milk you. drinker. <gasps> let me let me clarify that what's that i i do not like ulfric I do not like that he's like whining and complaining all the time. That's just not cool, especially if you're a Jarl and stuff. <laughs> that's just that's All right. Just, so so you get into fisticuffs with this this poor Argonian who's who's completely unsuspecting of your brutality, which is imminent, and then Okay. I walked into the be in the barb and he was like, Hello, traveler, and I was like, What are you talking why are you talking to me? You have no right to talk to me. And I just I just put up my fisticuffs and punched him in the face. Nice. How do you take it? He, you know, he, he, he didn't like it because I escalated it with, and I brought out a weapon and then that, that quickly escalated further in which I got arrested and I got put in jail and then I really, well, um, I think that may have been the, the proper way to handle that situation as a town guard. I, I would, I would respectfully disagree because if it <laughs> you punched a lizard man in the jaw dude (laughs) you're going to jail (laughs) okay i think he what he's trying to say is he doesn't disagree he just he believes that what he did was justified and right right really the, the Blackbriars should give me thanks instead of throwing me in jail. I got rid of another Argonian and ripped it. <laughs> no, I'm not against violence against Argonians, but that one particular character is not pleasant. Yeah, and you know what? It's okay. I, because I'm, you know, benevolent and merciful, I forgive the Blackbriars for their oversight. God. Wow. Oh my god. This is how cults are established. <laughs> All right, Shank. Well, uh, what else you got other than other than your hatred for the Argonian race and and your brutality toward them? Justified brutality. Anyway, so I uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just love exploring in this game. If you talk to any of my buddies back home, I mean, that is my play style. If I will literally, the first thing I did when I purchased Skyrim was I walked east. Hmm. I did not single city for about three like real life hours because I was just walking. In, in like the middle of the forest, completely lost, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this game is epic!" So I Taking mean, it all in, yeah. yeah. That's I don't know. Like I said earlier, Bethesda made this gorgeous, massive world. I will take my time and explore everything because I never fast travel anywhere. So you know, that that's just that that's uh, me in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liz, you played some Skyrim, right? What do you got for us? I played a little bit of Skyrim. I, I I had to fix my mother's computer, and I was like, I wonder if this thing will run Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Got on there. Uh, you know, the Steam account can do multiple whatever computers, and it runs perfectly on there. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go check out Fred's mod. And I went in there, and Ivarwin's character is fine. <laughs> That's the 
first thing I saw. <laughs> and then I turn around, and then there's Dan's character sitting next to me, and I stared at him for about five minutes. And I, I, I actually messaged Joe, and I was like, "Did you know your brother is a hottie in this?" <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! But um, that was my game. <laughs> All right. What I, I actually, uh, I took uh, Joe out for a spin in 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 the game to see what kind I of phrases you he did. said. And gross. Did you bring him back broken? <laughs> Um. Yeah, and I, I left him there. I think I picked up oh. Dan's character. It's Maybe it's lose. Maybe it was uh-huh. lose. Yeah, let's name every guy who's in the mod except for Dan. Yeah, that's a great idea. Well, okay. That's the one I'm gonna wind up. Um. Oh, whatever. Killing. Yeah. Okay. What? They're just <laughs> pieces of meat that you can use and discard. They have feelings. <laughs> yeah. Really. Wow. I really want to come back to that, but I'm just going to um, let that one go. Um, what else did I do? <laughs> I see something in here about 1980s shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to find some armor for my girl because I was like, hey, now I can do mods. That's great. And I go looking online and then, okay, all the armor for girls, okay, it has the shoulder pads from the 80s and then a thong. And I'm sure that's good for some people, but that is just, no, I can't, I can't. There's no good armor for chicks in there. Well, you got to download it all. I. <laughs> but they do come from, you know, they do have open beat butt cheeks. That's true. Yeah. But they've yeah. also got, like, dresses that you go clubbing in, <laughs> which I think is awesome. And I probably would have downloaded it if it didn't look like it came from Microsoft Paint. <laughs> You've seen them. They're like purple dress. Yeah. They're out there. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely out there. So that was my game. Cool. All right. Um, we've got one more discussion topic I want to bring up, and it's it's a bit of a doozy. Um, but there are emails as well, and uh, I want to jump into one or two of these before we talk about our large, semi-large discussion. Um, okay, so this comes from uh, Tiso Bowlover, and he says, Hey, big fan. Love your podcast. Question. How will classes work in ESO? Meaning, if I want to be an archer, like how much you guys love, uh, the problem is, is with classes, I won't have the freedom to do the crazy builds I love doing in Skyrim. Uh, good luck with the podcast. And if my question is too long, feel free to leave some of it out. Your loyal fan, Tiso Bow Lover. Well, good old Tiso Bow Lover. Uh, we had to get straight to the meat and potatoes of, um, Oh my god, he said email. it! Just <laughs> trying not to, to be honest. Uh, that's Joe's thing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. But in any event, um, yeah, we stole it! I didn't mean to steal. I'm sorry. Khaled doesn't, doesn't steal. Joe's gonna, Joe's gonna just sue me anyway for it, and I'll, I'll pay handsomely. Okay. Um, so yeah, we had to, we had to edit it down, but that's basically the question he asks. Um, yes. The question is, uh, classes in this game will not, will not will not limit you and the reason why is because your class is really just a guiding point if you want your class to limit you and give you a template to walk a path you can do that however it is most effective the game plays its best when you pick up whatever armor you want to pick up and pick up any weapon you want to pick up 
and start leveling it as you use it. So even though you'll start the game off as a heavy armor, weapon wielding, you know, class, uh, at the end of the game, if you want to be a, a light armor, uh, spellcasting character, you can do that without a doubt. You just have to plan accordingly. You won't, you're not penalized. You just have to know where to spend your points and, and there you go. You know, uh, that's, that's basically it. So you're not being limited by class. It's just a simple template is all it is. And if you want to follow it, by all means, if you do not, which I would, and I know if Joe were here, he would say the same thing. If you don't want to follow it, that's the best way to go with that game with ESO from what we played. Go crazy. Go completely crazy. Um, Dave, the next email here from Alex H. Would you please read that? Absolutely. Let's see here from Alex H. It says, hey, guys, love the show and all that jazz. And all that jazz. I'm going to rouge my... Sorry. Hey, jazz hands, jazz hands. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Good day. And all that jazz. jazz oh, hands, my God. Jazz <laughs> I predict Maluka will appear as an Easter egg in the Elder Scrolls Six elsewhere. Which has not been confirmed... I'm just saying it right now. It has not been confirmed. <laughs> Plus, nobody cares about elsewhere because that's where all the Kajita problems. So, mm-hmm. you bite your tongue. <laughs> oh yeah, I also predict the next Elder Scrolls will be set in elsewhere, only because it's described in detail by many NPCs, much more than any other province. Agree? Disagree? I'm listening to episode twenty right now, so if you read this out on the show, you'll be doing so in the future when I finally catch up. It'll be awesome surprise and response from the past. Mind blown. <laughs> Fusra to you all and to all a Khajiit. Alex H. Whoa. So, sure. <laughs> I predict Maluka will appear as an Easter egg on Elder Scrolls 6. Uh, you know what? That'd be really awesome, and I know Maluka would adore it, uh, but the fact is, is I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, the Bethesda guys, they, they acknowledge their fans. Uh, yeah. they, they love all that they usually stuff. Don't put in direct nah. real world things, but honestly, she's, she's a sweetie. She really is. And of anybody who I, I think would be, it would be good to do that for, it would be her. Yeah. I agree. I mean, they, they do put in like little Easter eggs. Like there is the Pac-Man one that is out there, but it's just so subtle that you'll, if you know, you, you gotta be, you really gotta be on it in order to notice that sort of thing. And, and maybe they'll do that, but I'm For sure the Minecraft if, one, which even yeah. still is, it's difficult to, to say definitively that it is what it is. Yeah. They might. I mean, if they really wanted to do something like that, they might put in like a book of her lyrics. Like I could see them maybe doing that. But um, it would be cool if they did. She she definitely deserves it. All right. Um, my weekend game has been uh, a bit abbreviated. Um, I killed Harkin in uh, in Dawnguard. <gasps> yeah. Um, and basically, what that fight looked like was a a flurry of my mace and shield. And fail as I uh, did my best to tank and DPS Harkin. But really what I did was I just made sure that Serana 
uh, kicked his butt for me while I stood there accepting all the blows and running around. (laughs) (laughs) So I successfully tanked Harkin for Serana. Um, I got my licks in, certainly, of course, and and smacked him around with the mace and uh, hailed myself quite a bit. It took me a little while to figure out that I had to use a certain item in order to to win the fight. So once I figure that out, <laughs> <laughs> even though they probably tell you in some sort of instruction, or even though know. Serana was saying use the blah blah blah, <laughs> <laughs> I have such tunnel vision that I was just like, gotta get him, and then Serana I was just standing there like, what is this idiot doing? Yeah, really? pretty much. And then, like, three minutes later, I finally hear Serana going, Use the blah, blah, blah. Use it. Use the blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah. I've got to use this thing right over here. It's a quest title. (laughs) (laughs) And then the fight got a lot easier. (laughs) Dova-dope, (laughs) dova-dope. So yes, I'm very excited that I finally finished the Dawn Guard campaign. Um, it it ends rather abruptly. I I wish they had uh, some sort of some sort of resolution. Well, just kind of like a a denouement, if you will, like an epilogue or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Yeah, because uh, it is rather abrupt. But hey, I guess you uh, I guess you can't have it all. So that's me. Uh, crafting table we've got one more mod and I'm going to throw it out there for you right now so ladies and gentlemen I hope you got your catcher's mitt out because here comes Nakuma this is just for you Shank this is your favorite Argonian follower for Dawnguard players (laughs) 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 yes her name is Nakuma yes she's an Argonian yes you do need Dawnguard for this follower. Uh, here's the description. This is brought to you by RKO381. That is the author of Nakuma, N-A-K-U-M-A. And the description is as such. Nakuma is a female Argonian follower. And yes, she's hot. Uh, that has yeah. the marriage option How available. How can you tell? Huh? False. Look at her. Take a look How? at her. How can you tell? No, I, I'm not. She's, still, she's so hot. Oh, my God. That is just not they're, even They're cold-blooded. I don't care. I'll keep her She's warm. a man-eater. It's okay. She's a man-eater. Like, <laughs> down, hole of oats. Down. She's a man-eater. Bad hole of oats. Right. <laughs> hole and oats. Um, really? Uh, okay, I'm looking at this picture. What? Yes. That's the the, theme, the description of a hot Argonian. She's gorgeous. <laughs> she looks like a sock puppet. As there's, long as... There's like no crumb of truth at all to that. She's, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen, if I wake up in the morning and she's right there and I don't have any flies in my room or spiders, I call it a win. Nice. You like that, right? Just yes. Right what, in there. What is wrong with you? A lot. A lot. Apparently. Jenny would be horrified that I, I called this woman, this Argonian. That is not a woman. That, that is, is not a, a woman. <laughs> that is less than human. <laughs> I would say a foot. Like, without a body uh-huh. is more human than that. Listen, if you were an Argonian, you'd be salivating right now. Yeah. If I, if was, I was an Argonian, I'd throw myself be. off a roof. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, guys, let me get this out, okay? Uh, she's a member of the... Hold on a second. Uh, marriage option is available just for you, Shank. 
Uh, she's, she's a member of the Dawn Guard and is built on custom character class titled Dawn Guard Zealot with a focus on the ranged weapons like the crossbow and the use of restoration spells to battle vampires and the undead. This mod requires you to have Dongar DLC. You can find Nakuma at uh, Genstag Ruins, northeast of Morthal. You must defeat two leveled vampires and two deathhounds to gain Nakuma's respect and acquire her as a follower. Once she becomes your follower, she will level with the player from 10 to 65. So you have to, in order to acquire her, you have to at least be level 10. Uh, please be aware that this mod requires that you be running the DLC package Dawn Guard. It absolutely will not work without the DLC. Um, she has the following spells. Healing, fast healing, close wounds, grand healing, Stendar's aura, sunfire, vampire's bane, repel lesser undead, repel undead, turn lesser undead, turn undead, Turn greater undead and circle of protection. You know what? You I'm going to download this mod and kill her. I don't think she can die. Boo. You know, I'm pretty sure that I could open the console. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. You can do that. You absolutely. Out of the turntables. Um, I want to point this out. This is a comment from Mighty Mouse here, and it says, Marriageable and male are the primary features of interest to me here. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We shall leave it at that. Uh, you get... <laughs> you get this off the uh the steam workshop that's where that's where it is uh nakuma argonian and rko 381 i have a question does anybody actually use the turn undead spells uh yeah i use it every now and again oh i used to use it when my my uh my paladin was lower level now i just I, kill everything in my path yeah i used to use it when i was playing a uh, conjurer um and then i found out that you can just conjure Atronax, and I was like, okay, screw the undead. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, discussion topic. Our last and final one. Oh my goodness. And it is it is a doozy. So we should probably keep it short, but I, I doubt we'll be able to. <laughs> ESO related. Tab targeting is now out. Of ESO. When Joe and I played the game, you had two ways of engaging your target. You could use the Skyrim-esque, Elder Scrolls-esque like controls and put the reticule, which is on your screen, on your target and go to town with the mouse buttons. Just swinging and swinging and swinging. Or you could use the tab button to automatically target the 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 uh, enemy that you want to fight and go for it. There you are. All of your all of your swings will directly go to that enemy. All of your spells will go directly to that enemy. Well, people complained. Oh, tab targeting. It's in the game. It's just like World of Warcraft. It's too much. It's too MMOE. This is this is my Elder Scrolls and blah blah blah, yada 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 and on and on and on. So they took it out. Well, now the 
the uh, discussion on the forums is is saying uh, you guys who whined about this, number one, you're whiners, and number two, you guys are jerks because this is actually kind of necessary to to play the game appropriately, um, especially in regards to PvP. Good luck catching the other guy who's going to be jumping around all over you. Good luck trying to hit him by manually using your mouse to find him and then and then click like like a like a rabid enemy uh to to swing and hit this person. Good luck doing that in PVP. I have a question. Mhm. Um is it I mean obviously this is an MMO and multiplayer is kind of kind of a huge thing, but um is it possible for, uh, I don't know what you guys may have heard, uh, from Zenimax when you were there, but is it possible to just like not go into the PvP area? Yeah, it's totally possible. You don't have so to. So like, yeah. so I could, I could feasibly like play this whole game with like me and my buddy. Just but me and But didn't like you us. say you didn't want to, you wanted to explore absolutely everything? <laughs> I did, but so here's my point. <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly my point. So like, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm glad about this a little bit. I'm y- guessing, yes, as you guys have said, it's going to be pretty difficult to, you know, lock onto somebody or try and hit him once he's like jumping around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, ju- just my personal play style, I kind of like having like the free look, absolute control over my dude. Um, and if I happen to die, then I mean, I'll die because. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be people that are just way better than me, but I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not too bummed about this to be honest. I mean, granted you guys have played MMOs and you know, the, the genre far better than I do, but that, that's just my, I'm just throwing my hat in the ring there. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's why you're here. We want you to throw your hat in the ring. Um, when it comes to, when it comes to this feature, the best thing about it was that it was completely optional. You don't have to engage people using tab targeting if you don't want to but it was just the fact that it was there and it's an mmo norm that honestly snotty elder scrolls fans went up in arms about it and and zos took it out as a result of that now what kind of gets me on this is they'll take that out which i think if joe were here he would probably agree with me in saying that it's it's necessary to be in this game um, but at the same time, they're going to do something like limit you as far as what areas you can, you know, casually traverse if, if you want. And I find that really confusing, to be honest. Um, Dave, I mean, you, you and I are kind of like, you know, heavy into MMOs here of, of the group. What do you think about this? Honestly, I I could uh, I don't see this directly impacting gameplay, but it will directly limit the the type of people who want to play it one way and not the other. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with having more options than necessary, but the second you start removing options, you're limiting the amount of the the types of people who are willing to play the game. Well spoke, sir. Sorry. That's that's what I that's kind of like my point on on bringing this up. I don't like the fact. See, I I can I can find a way to make it work. I'm going to play the game. Um 
I can find a way, a way to make it work and, and still have a great time. And that's no issue. But what bothers me is that if you really liked tab targeting, you could use it. If you hated it, you didn't have to use it. And, and it was removed. It's just an option. You don't have to ever use it. You can get from level one to level 50 and PVP and everything in between without ever, ever hitting the damn tab button on your keyboard in order to engage an enemy. If you don't want to, go to town. So have fun. When has tab ever engaged an enemy? Tab has, in in every MMO ever, Tab has never engaged an enemy. All it's ever done is selected the enemy. I think, maybe I'm just using the word incorrectly. Maybe I don't mean engage. Maybe I mean just selected the enemy that that I want to fight. Honestly, all it is is a shortcut so that you can select which enemy you want to look at to understand what's going on around you better. It's only going to make you more aware of your surroundings to have it in the game. Right. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. And I don't understand why it was just just taken out. It's it's just an option. That's all it was, was just an option. I've there were there were fights when I was playing the game. There were fights when I used it, and there were fights when I didn't. And sometimes all it's gonna do is slow people down. They're gonna have to stand there, stop, select each creature, see what's going on with it. It's it's not gonna actually enhance gameplay to take it out. No, but what it All is going gonna to do—it's do, it, gonna—it's gonna make gameplay more tedious. Agreed. I hope. Um, I hope they rethink this move before launch hits, and um, I hope they put the option back in, even if it were just an option inside the the settings. You can select, you know, check off, enable tab targeting, or deselect it to disable tab targeting. I think that would be better. Right. At least, I mean, if yeah, you're right. If, if they do have the option, I mean, I know personally that I, I probably won't use it because I, I really do like my to control my camera, you know, however which way I like. And I feel like tab targeting for me, I'm pretty uncoordinated. I, I would just die. <laughs> right, but the for for heavy for heavy PvP people, all right, and for those out there that and let, let's be honest, Forget okay, PvP. Heavy PVE has to... You have to figure out what's going on the same way. Right, but you could get through it. PVP, this is a huge detriment for PVP. I, I mean, think about how many times does... is If you've been in PVP, you know, these... The, net, the other player is not standing there like a mob is, or like a boss is. They're jumping around, jumping in circles, jumping over you, running away, coming back. It's a pain in the neck. And to try and keep track of that when there's likely a hundred people around you on the screen in a massive PvP battle. Right. Everything is split-second decisions. Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, tab targeting onto an enemy, onto another player, just so you can throw out that ranged spell that's going to hit them like a truck. You know? I hope when they say that they remove tab targeting... I want tab targeting in the game so that I can tab and select the enemy to see what's going on with it. You know, see its health, see its mana, see who it's attacking, see what it's casting. I want to see that. On the other hand, it's perfectly fine with me if tab targeting doesn't direct my spell for me. I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with needing to direct my attacks myself. 
that that's fine. I, if it doesn't lock me on to an enemy, that's fine. But I I want my tab targeting in game so I can survey the area before I do something stupid. I'm I am renowned for doing something stupid. We know, Dave. Wow, Just thank you. In in game or in general <laughs> life. I believe in you, Dave. We believe in Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go sit in the corner. Y'all have a fun time. We love you, Dave. We believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, with that, uh, does anyone else want to weigh in on this on this topic? Any any final thoughts? Maybe Why were Shane? people calling for this to be removed again? Because it's too MMO norm. It's not Elder what? Scrolls. Oh, yeah. so they're trying to be all like, oh, what are they called? Hipsters or something? Why did I? Th- this is, everybody here does it. That's why I said that it was snooty. I'm not using that word, you know, just I'm not just throwing words out there just to, you know, be a, annoying. I Like these people really, if you read these posts, they, they're on a high horse, as Lou would say. And and someone needs to, you know, throw them off, um, to be quite honest. And I'm not talking about the general people out there that feel like it shouldn't be in the game. I'm talking about the people who are on the forums who were saying snooty things about how long they've been playing, you know, the series and that it was never necessary. And this is just such a cookie cutter MMO norm that it shouldn't be in there. And that they were saying some really obnoxious snooty things. And well, if they were going to go that far, then by, by all means using a mouse at all uh, would be too much like all other games. I'm sorry. Yes. Forget yeah. that. Who will, who uses a keyboard these days? Well, uh, Honestly, see, I was going to ask and get a piss him off even more. If you're not playing an like, MMO play with Xbox a punch controller? card, Sorry. if you're not playing an MMO with a punch card, <laughs> then you're not oh, doing it right. Okay? <laughs> I'm that hardcore that I'm playing it with a punch card. Like, come on, guys. Really? This is this is irrational to yeah. say that you're not going to have tab targeting in a game. Oh, it's too much like other MMOs. Welcome to a computer. Yeah, I mean, it was. I don't know. It, it was I'm, really I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'd have to respectfully disagree with that because I, I like, unlike you guys, that are, you guys are very experienced with the MMO genre. I am not. I come straight, straight from you know single player Western RPGs, and I, I don't know. In my, in my experience, I've never had an issue just you know free looking and locking onto my guy and figuring it out. Okay, he's like over here. I got to go attack him and stuff. Yeah. So, oh no, that's you, that's not you the problem. Play your game in first person or third person? I always play in first person. I think for I me that gives me the greatest immersion. Always. Sorry, what, I'm sorry. What, I interrupted it, you. Anytime I can play in third person, I'm in third person. Uh, see, I, I can't, I can't do that. I, I, that to me is just not like immersive enough for me. Well, see, the thing is, is that in an MMO, there's, there's two, there's two scenarios that, that really tab targeting really helps. In fact, it's not just tab targeting that helps. It's selecting your target's target too. That, that's right. a, a huge, a huge, uh, you know, boon to, to your gameplay. Um, and that's the raiding situation and the PvP. When when you're on a raid team at the very end of the game, it's a team. You need to perform, or you need to get out. And yeah, it's, if you, it is, yeah, I mean, and you need to be aware of what's going on around you. You've got to have unbelievable um, situational awareness. You need to know what's going on at your feet. You need to know what the boss is doing. You need to know how far away you are from your healer. 
you need to know if that boss is going to drop its aggro and whip around and smack you in the face with a, with something that's going to one-shot you, if that's an AoE, if it's a single target. I mean, there's so many things that have to be aware, made aware of. And one of the things that you don't want to have to labor over is um, how you're fighting the enemy, which is why the, the user interface in a video game is very important as well. If it doesn't feel natural, you're, you're gimping the game. Um, the control scheme is is definitely uh, a huge part of that, and and that's the reason why um, Lou gets very very crazy um, and very personal when it comes to his UI and his keybinds. If they're not the way they need to be, he's not going to enjoy the game because he he can't snap two targets that need to be addressed immediately. The same thing exists in PvP. By taking out the option of having of using something as as quick as as tabbing to your your nearest target, um, it becomes uh, uh, you know an extra obstacle along you know an extra obstacle that a doesn't need to be there and b can only hurt. Especially if you're dealing with a fight where you know you're a melee guy and you need to be long ranged from your boss or its enemies. Um, because they do whatever it is that they do to to hurt melee guys. Yeah, um, understood. I mean, I, yeah. I like you said. I I think having the option there to switch it on or off would be ideal. Um, because at least this way you're giving the player choice, and I'm all about giving the player choice. Right. I think that's the one thing that we'd like to just throw out there is just the reason why this is an issue for for at least me, and and maybe I I don't want to speak for everyone on the show today, but I think you know I, we're we're probably a, of the same mind to a degree. I disagree. With just to disagree. Just to disagree. <laughs> right, That's okay, Dave. <laughs> um, the the issue is not that it's in or out. It's that it's it was an option, and that option is out. We're not saying it's the best way to play. We're not saying it's not the best way to play. We're saying that the app, the option of this being out of the game, is not a good idea. Right, you're effectively removing, you're reducing the choice that the player has and how he or she may play. Exactly. Leveling and, up. Yeah. Leveling up and selecting mobs that you have to kill for a quest, and no problem, it doesn't matter. But in the raid and PvP scenario, this can be a big issue, and if it's in the game, it'll help, and uh, I think it should be back in. Okay, um, time for the bottom of the show. We're going to close things out, but first we want to uh, throw out our five-star review shout-outs. Shank. Why don't you do this for us? Sure. I feel, dude, this is pretty sweet. All right. <laughs> from, uh, from America land, we have ZZ Corrode. From Australia, where the Dodos used to roam, we have JJ Sims. <laughs> from the UK, which um, is the UK, we have Relinquish Now. And from New Zealand, which is AKA Middle Earth, we have Reaper Pariah. <laughs> Indeed. The road does go ever on and on. <laughs> they have wizards. <laughs> All right, guys. Final thoughts. And uh, we will start with our guest. Wow. This is okay. Well, he meant Liz. Oh. Wow. No, I meant I meant Shank. 
Um, can I just say it's been an absolute blast coming on the show and talking about basically something that, I mean, we as a community, we're incredibly passionate about and being able to come on air and uh, speak to the internet and especially you guys, um, as a fan of you guys being able to come on is just amazing. It's awesome. I absolutely love this experience. Um, and I mean, yeah, just, uh, just, uh, I'm a little wary about those Argonians. Just don't trust them. <laughs> well, um, I think, I don't think this is going to be your last appearance, uh, dear Shank. And, um, you're, you're great on the mic. I think you were, you were absolutely brilliant today. And, um, uh, I'm Thanks. sure the listeners loved hearing you. And, uh, I, I'm sure, uh, if Joe were here, he'd probably agree with me. Um, it was great having you on the show as well. It was a treat for us. And, uh, it, I'm sure it won't be the last time. Uh, that, that's, that just makes me really happy. It's been an absolute <laughs> blast. Dave, final thoughts. Um, I don't want Shank back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Shank, it, it's oh been God. great having you, man. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. But the big thing this week is I'm, I'm so excited about Dragonborn that I just want to put it out there one more time. I'm, I'm completely, I, I'll take the, I'll bite the bullet guys. Zenimax, Bethesda, if y'all want me to help out in beta testing anything, <laughs> I'm more than happy to sacrifice my, my time and sanity for any amount of playtime that I can have with Dragonborn and with Elder Scrolls Online. All right. Indeed. More, more than happy. More than happy. <laughs> and Liz. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> that is all. No, I want to issue a challenge to you guys. I want to, I want to sure. issue the challenge that, uh, you get all those mysterious gems from the, uh, Thieves Guild. I almost forgot about that. Think that should be a challenge? It's, uh, just a challenge in the game to do it. I, I think, uh, who can do it first, and then whoever wins get a kiss, gets a kiss from Dave. Gross. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you guys go first, and I'll catch up. You know, <sighs> make sure I'm last. <laughs> Never uh, mind. A- anything else, Liz? Do you have any other final thoughts? Uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Okay, that's it. And thank you for having me on. Oh, it was a, it's great having you back on, honestly. Um, we've missed you on the network. We've, we've been looking for a way to get you back in. Um, but I think this yeah, is. Yeah, but I was your fifth choice, whatever. Uh, you were. I was just messing with you. <laughs> I was saving your feelings. You're really the sixth, but, um. Oh my. Well, how many people are on the network? Oh my God. My cat doesn't speak English. It's something I'm trying. I got him to flush the toilet, but he doesn't speak English. I'm working on it. Uh, so. Can't you just use the sorting hat to figure out the guests? <laughs> now there's a Harry Potter reference. Now he's officially my favorite. Slytherin! <laughs> no, Hufflepuff! Gryffindor! Gryffindor. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, uh, look, you know, happy birthday, Lou, one more time. Uh, Joe, I hope everything is, is great over there. I hope, uh, I hope you're, uh, you know, doing, doing what needs to be done. Joe does amazing work. And he could not be here today because he is devoting not only his time and attention, but his very soul to, uh, to, yeah, he, he literally is. The, the man is giving everything he's got in order to make sure that he is delivering 
awesome content for the listeners. And, uh, I, I thank him for that. You're doing the work that, that, uh, most of us just cannot do. So Joe, you're our hero. Thank you. And, uh, it was, it was my pleasure to, to bring these topics to you. So, so thank you for, for giving me your time, your attention and your ear for, for going through some of this stuff on, on our favorite video game series, the Elder Scrolls. Um, but that is not all. We have other shows here on the Quest Gaming Network, and we just want to mention them briefly, which is Dungeon Crawler, which records Saturdays. Well, sort of. Sort of, kind of, maybe? Yeah, we actually recorded it last night. Uh, I was up all day editing it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it. Uh, we're trying to figure out a good day for it, but definitely keep track on us with on Twitter, because we will keep... Uh, yelling out when the time is. We'll try to make it keep it weekly. Definitely. Okay. All right. So we're we're attempting to keep Dungeon Crawler a weekly show. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, hope everything's all right over there. Yeah, just scheduling conflicts. That's it. Yeah. It was a good show. I listened to it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Episode, I mean. Well, thank you. Uh, Minecraft off the record live records Sundays at 7 p.m. You can catch that on our normal live stream channel, which is livestream.com forward slash the quest show. Swotor Reforged is our Star Wars The Old Republic podcast that's recorded Mondays. Catch everything you want to know about Star Wars The Old Republic there. Uh, the QGN Community Cast that records every other week, every other Saturday. Um, I know Fred had a hard time getting the last week's episode out. I know he's working on it very, very hard. The next scheduled episode will be, I believe, Friday the 23rd. I think that's what he told me. It's either going to be the 23rd or the 24th. Look for the new episode sometime, uh, Sometime this week, he I know he's working on it. He's trying to get it out. If he can't get it out, we will tell you. We will update you on Twitter. Um, and the uh, the next episode will be out next week. So so never fear. Uh, Adrenaline Gaming. That's, uh, that is Joe's adrenaline-filled podcast about all things action gaming, FPS, platformers on the consoles. Everything that you love about action games right there on Adrenaline Gaming. Joe records that on Wednesdays. And Quest Legion podcast. That will be recorded every Friday. We were supposed to have our first episode. Well, actually, we were supposed to have it two weeks ago. Um, but because of scheduling, uh, we could not do it. And then last week, I do apologize, we had our first episode. We recorded an hour and 40 minutes, and the audio was so awful because of my fault we couldn't release it. Uh, we did everything we could to bring it out to you, but unfortunately, it would have just annoyed you. <laughs> so we didn't release it. So the the episode shall be recorded tomorrow, this 16th, and uh, I will have that out for you this weekend. Quest Legion Podcast, your RPG and real-time strategy show from the Quest Gaming Network. You are listening to Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and we have a Twitter account. You can follow us at Elder Scrolls OTR. Joe is at author J.R. Wilson. I am Evarwin. You may reach me at Evarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Lou, our lore master, 
is at GamerGuy11B, G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y, 11B. Liz is at Mistress underscore Lebeau, L-E-B-E-A-U. Dave is at D-Enforce, D-I-E, oh, excuse me, D-I-E-N. Don't do the toots on. I can't. I don't have it. <laughs> oh my god. At D and Who did that? That was not me. It was <laughs> me. <laughs> and Shank! Reach out to Shank, our good friend. And uh, well thought out. Dot, dot, dot. I've been waiting to do a joke like that the entire episode. And, yeah. <laughs> Our well-thought-out fan and listener and friend of this show, Shank the Tank. He is at Shank, S-H-A-N-K, T-H-T-A-N-K, Shank the Tank. (laughs) Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Middle Earth Network. Dave. Yeah, have a great one, everybody. Hope to see you next week. Remember, Foost Rodin. And Liz. Okay, I love you. Bye bye. <laughs> Shank. Kill the Argonians. <laughs> wow, nice sign off. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Be safe, and may the Foose be with you. Go ahead. Could you imagine if Morgan Freeman and Barry White got in a tickle fight? <laughs> <laughs> this cat is pushing a watermelon out of a lake. Your argument is invalid. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> you blew my Morgan Freeman out of the water. <laughs> Shank, give us uh, give us a few seconds of speech. Sure. Uh, my name is Shank. They call me the Tank. Um, when I was young, I got spanked. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad I have that recorded. Damn, girl, the back of your head is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah I May mean, I call you Mr. Tank? You can call me Mr. Tank. That would be <laughs> some. <laughs> be good, Liz. We have a guest. <laughs> <laughs> what? In high school, I had a girlfriend who nicknamed me Pickles. That's pretty adorable. <laughs> this, is, this is the music that we have to play when we have our knife fight. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> I can't believe you whipped that out so easily. <laughs> Yo, I'm surprised you guys don't have the uh, the badass Mortal Kombat uh, theme for <laughs> For your epic knife fight. This is when uh, Lou and Joe step into the ring. Start whipping out their, their knives now. This is Lou. <laughs>
Lou always likes to scream that. We don't know why it's on. I, I'm still stuck on Sean Bean. Hang on, let me write that down. Let's let's look at this for a second. Sean Bean. You mean Ed? Yeah, Star. you know the dude. Yeah, I know the dude. All right, let's look at his name. S E A N B E A N. Oh my God! If you switch those first letters, it's Bean Sean. Right. It also <laughs> should be either. Look how it's pronounced. It pisses me off. No, see, I, I, would, I would assume that it would be Scene Bean. Scene Bean or Sean Bourne. <laughs> Explain your favorite moment from an Elder Scrolls off the record along with your favorite host from Elder Scrolls off the record. Oh, my goodness. Favorite? Okay. Possibly when Avarwin did his Brego Khajiit voice about pooping in the sand. Um <laughs> I almost got in a car accident because I was laughing pretty hard and I shifted into the wrong gear and then panicked a little bit. So I had like all these emotions going on at once and it was, it was, I think the, the funniness and humor of it totally outweighed the peril and near death experience. All right. Uh, as, as long as we can keep you giggling through a near fatal car accident <laughs> that we almost caused. 